Thanks for tuning in to Andrea in the Morning. This is Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in and following. I hope you've liked our page on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash sugar-free coach, as well as on Twitter. You can catch me on Twitter at sugar-free coach. I will follow back and reciprocate. I always do. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle with your host, Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach. This is a morning show. You may be used to Andrea in the morning. It is still the same show. We just changed the name up a little bit. And I appreciate you wherever you're listening from Spotify or Google Play or any other podcast or watching on YouTube. Thank you so much for being part of my audience. It's always a pleasure to bring you this helpful and very, very pertinent information to living your best life. Today's episode is all about lifestyle, and we are talking on the topic continuing from Monday's episode and Wednesday's episode. We talked about uh, kindness and compassion versus being nice or politically correct, and then we discussed inclusion uh, for leaders, uh, for better leadership, and today we're talking about how to be um, a great leader, how to operate in kindness and compassion, and how to consider inclusion regardless of what the situation is, whether you're in the workplace, in your lifestyle, in your family, in your home, and we're just tying it all together. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you will um, send a note and let us know if you have questions or comments. We'll try to include those on the next episode. And also, too, if you'd like to participate in the show as well, you can send a note and you can support this show. If you are listening from Anchor, you can sponsor the show. If you have any questions at all or concerns, definitely share those with us. We care about your feedback and we want to make sure that we bring valuable information that is relevant to you. We're going to get into it here shortly. Welcome back and thank you again for joining me for the third day of Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle. On Monday, we did community. On Wednesday, we did business. And today, it's lifestyle. Um, We're talking about inclusion and compassion for all. We talked um, a little bit on the first episode about um, kindness and compassion. And then on the second episode, we talked about uh, inclusion um, for better leadership. And today, we're talking about uh, compassion and inclusion for all, how you can take consideration and be the change just all around in your life to live a better, to live your best life. Um, you know, we talked a lot about um, taking responsibility. There's a lot going on in the world and it seems overwhelming, but I have been um, focusing in on how you can take responsibility to be the change, thereby creating change in the world. And it seems very overwhelming. It's not an easy thing, uh, what I'm asking of you. So I wanted to share a little bit more about exactly how and what that looks like. Um, Compassion is um, not a natural thing. You know, people are going to protect self first. And oftentimes people learn 
how to exercise um, exclusion, how to make fun of others and make people the butt of your joke. That's a learned behavior. It happens in the family, in school, you know, around other people. Usually at a young age, if you don't play along, it's, oh, you can't take a joke and, you know, you're so sensitive. And I've been there. And so I know that it's the case. Um, especially in the black community, it's called Playing the Dozens. Um, but now as a society as a whole, we have a television show where they do roasts. It's your birthday or a special event and they, um, everyone gets up on stage and makes fun of you. And I'm sorry, sometimes you can tell when people are uncomfortable, you can see it. Um, you never know if you choose to make someone the butt of your joke, you never know when you're gonna go too far. You never know when you strike a nerve or it's a sensitive subject and now you've affected that person. Um, and if you don't care about that, then we have a long way to go on compassion for you. But, you know, just simply remember that the, the, the ripples that you create turn into waves and they do come back around. Um, you know, nowadays you can't, um, you can't commit a crime while at the same time making racially charged statements because then it's a hate crime. <laughs> you know, if you're in the workplace and you have an altercation with someone and you make racially charged statements, it becomes a whole different thing. You know, you know, one is just, oh, it's conflict and maybe we can resolve it. But once you start making racially charged statements, your supervisors are almost obligated to reprimand you, if not fire you, because if not, they can be sued, you know, and, and, and I submit that one is not better than the other one. You know, everyone has their own hangups. Everyone has their own biases. Everyone has their own individual things that they're angry about. So who's to say that if you get into an altercation with someone and you start hurling insults, the first thing that flies out of their mouth is the N word. Well, who's to say that your insults are better than theirs? It's not, you know, I don't allow your kids to get caught up in playing the dozens. If someone is bullying them, don't encourage them to bully back. Um, violence is not the answer and violent words are not the answer. You know, this is a full circle of life we're talking about here. You know, if you see things going on in society, in public, where you hear people say things and you feel like they're racially charged statements and they're so bad or they're talking about disabled people and they're so bad, or they're talking about women. Well, well, how is that different than other people who were just making fun of people or talking about people? One is not better than the other one. Um, now we have, what, body shaming and, and all types of things like that. So if, if people can create a, a class out of it and make it a um, protected class or make it an off-limits topic, then they will. But ultimately, what we should be saying is it's not okay to say hurtful things to or about people. And if maybe we start creating a culture of kindness and compassion, thinking twice before you say something about someone in their face or behind their back, because if you make private jokes in the company of people that you think, oh, they're like me, they can relate to this joke, or you know, the person that or the person I'm talking about is not around, or the type of people I'm talking about is not around, well, guess what? When those people go and take what you said and act on it, and now you're in trouble, or your whole team is in trouble, or your child is in trouble because they did something, whereas maybe you wouldn't have acted on it, you were just making light of it, but you contributed to that. Um, the whole if you see something, say something slogan is about when you see bullying or when you see people being attacked, you know, that you say something. But I submit that if you're in a group of friends and they're saying things that are hurtful about someone else, you say something. 
Be the bigger person. Stand up and let people know that it's not nice. They're probably going to laugh at you. They're probably going to make fun of you. But I would suggest those aren't people you want to be friends with. Because when you're not around, they probably talk about you too. It's a habit. When you have a habit of talking about people, when you have a habit of putting others down, you know, it might come out in a situation based on racial bias or gender bias or you know, um, gender discrimination or what have you, but it can also come out in other ways. You know, people become numb to uh, the sensitivity of others, and we need to focus in on that as individuals and do what we can to make sure that our children and our friends and family and the people that we have an opportunity to influence don't think it's okay to just go around putting people down and wishing death on people and making fun of people. It's not okay to make fun of the president's hair. It's not. It's not okay to make that the thing that you have to say about him. Because if someone makes fun of my hair, then it's, oh, it's discrimination against black women. And, oh, I'm not allowed to wear my natural hair and whatever. It's the same thing. And I'm desensitized to it because all my life, you know, people have been making me the scapegoat, you know, trying to bully me, making me the butt of their jokes. You can't bully someone who doesn't care about being bullied. So that's why I say trying to bully me. I'm, you're, you're not going to intimidate me into doing anything. So you can pretty much only try to bully me. I've had to defend myself a time or two, and I literally, that's what I was doing, defending myself, not getting back at someone or beating them up because they did something to me or anything like that. You know, when I was in high school, if you got in a fight, you went to jail and I don't care who started it. <laughs> so your best bet is to, you know, get an adult. And, and, and my mother, you know, she always said to me, you know, if your friends jump off a bridge, are you going to follow them? No, I'm not. So why would I do anything that a group of people wanted me to do just for friendship? I'm not doing it. I don't care what it is. So I'm not going to take a bribe. I'm not going to sell out in my workplace. I wouldn't sell any secrets. None of those things could happen to me. That's integrity. Integrity is what you will do, you know, for friendship or what you will do for a buck or, you know, what will you, what you will do for popularity and all those sorts of things. You know, we talked about on the first dive, we talked about the nosedive, nosedive episode of Black Mirror. And also, too, I recently saw um, Fire, the greatest party that never happened. Oh, it was so appalling. If you haven't seen either of those two, definitely see it. Trigger alert. If you're sensitive like I am, be warned. Don't watch them by yourself. You are going to be upset. Because it's appalling and disgusting how people are so easily taken advantage of when they're willing to be led by popularity and influence and, oh, getting to be part of the in crowd. It is a serious, serious state of affairs right now. And the fact that people don't trust influencers anymore, it's because of stuff like this. But there are people that are influential and there are people that you should take advice from. Those people, you should know them. You should know their credibility. You should know their integrity. You should have researched them. Not just because they have 100 followers, excuse me, 100,000 followers on Twitter. That's how you get set up for failure. Not just because they're a supermodel. That's how you get set up for failure. The fact that hundreds of thousands of people are willing to pay $3,000 plus dollars for a ticket to go to some party on some desert island with some people that they have no idea just because somebody said that some models were going to be there. The fact that people are willing to, and this of course was fictional, but I understand it is actually taking place in China. They've developed something like this, but the concept of someone not being willing to open the door for someone because they don't want someone else to see them because that person doesn't have a high enough rating, come on people. And that's exactly where we're headed. If we don't stop 
as individuals and, and consider all human life, all lives matter. You know, yes, black lives matter, blue lives matter, but unpopular lives matter, disabled lives matter. Um, come on, y'all, all lives matter. And it's up to us as individuals to make sure that all lives matter in our environment, in our circle of life. You know, don't step over the homeless person. You don't have to give them money if you don't have it. But if you have some change, why not give it to them? Who cares if they're going to buy alcohol with it? That's not your business. Do a kindness and let your karma come back to you. You know, if they're living on the street, how do you know they didn't just need that alcohol just to cope and survive? It's not our business. Once you do that kindness, it's not your business what happens after that. So let's take it in our own hands. Let's be the change right where we are. We're going to talk more about this, um, compassion and inclusion for living a, be a better life, for living your best life. And we'll be right back in a moment. We only have a few minutes left. Um, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me for this last segment of Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle. In this last few minutes, I just want to share with you something that I wrote a few days ago in response to a very sweet and genuine lady who posted a genuinely honest question about just everything that she's seeing going on, a lot of homelessness and um, just not having affordable housing for people. But meanwhile, there are other people living, you know, luxurious lifestyles. And it was just kind of a very touching post. But I think she's a wonderful lady and I knew she wouldn't take offense to me actually answering the question. So here's what I said. And the question was, what can we do? Um, I said, yes, it is happening all over the world and has been for years, even if you don't see homeless people on the street. There are people struggling to survive and one step away from being homeless everywhere. The answer starts with each one of us. Hashtag be the change. Influence wealthy friends to care. Give back and do more. Offer a word of encouragement or give someone an opportunity who needs it. If you are a landlord, make your real estate affordable and provide quality accommodations. If you're a business owner, hire someone to do something you can do for yourself. Teach someone a trade and give a helping hand wherever you can. If we all resolve to focus on being the solution rather than just making as much money as we can for our own families, we can make ripples that turn into waves. If you hear anyone ever say, I don't work for free, check them. Share this post with them and explain why sometimes we have to. Um, we have to work for free. Um, and help those who can do nothing at all for us. I promise you can make a difference. I'm one person who helps others every chance I get, so just one person helping me helps others, and so on and so on and so on. Um, the lady who wrote this post is a very sweet friend of mine, and she has a very genuine heart, and she's very generous in giving. Um, uh, someone else um, took a very negative attitude towards her post, and that's not helping anyone. Um, I just, exercising anger and aggression towards individuals is not the answer. I don't care who they are and what you think their perspective or privilege is. Anger is not the answer. Only love can drive out hate. Um, and it's not all about white privilege. You know, there's wealthy privilege and there's um, fraternity, sorority privilege and collegiate privilege and corporate privilege and abled privileged and gender privileged and religious privilege. There's all types of people who, for whatever reason, maybe we all have our own little um, 
benefits that no one else gets or leg up in the world because guess what if not maybe we wouldn't have survived so look at your own life and look at what area you've been extra blessed in even if you feel like you have nothing you have something that other people don't have even if it's a loving family or um, intelligence or creativity an ability to draw um, an ability to sing everyone has something that someone else doesn't have so just looking at one group of people because they have what you think you want and being angry at them that is not the solution um, being compassionate towards someone else that you think is privileged is a perfect example of what I'm talking about Maybe there's someone that's wealthy and, and you see them as privileged, but by showing them a kindness and not wanting anything in return, you possibly could inspire that person to do more. So let's all start with us. Let's be the change. Let's look in the mirror and make sure that we're not contributing to the negativity that's going on in the world. Make sure that we're not um, encouraging bullies um, and encouraging people to be little tyrants by laughing when our children make fun of people, um, encouraging um, friends and colleagues and coworkers to make fun of others just because we want to be part of the crowd. Don't pick on people just because you feel like they're uh, privileged in an area. Oftentimes, you guys, the bully is actually jealous. So the bully is not necessarily the privileged one. Oftentimes the bully is exercising anger about jealousy. So the bully may be the less privileged one, right? So whatever the situation is, take time to find out how you can show compassion, even if the person doesn't deserve it, because that is where we start. Kindness and compassion. Thank you so much for joining me. If you've been with me all this week or listened to the archives, I appreciate you so much. Kindness and compassion, inclusion for better leadership, and compassion and inclusion um, for living your best, best life. Uh, this is Andrea Raquel. You've been listening to Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle, our first week, community, business, and lifestyle. We're going to be back next week with, with a whole different um, subject matter. And again, we'll break it down for community, business, and lifestyle. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. You all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And don't forget, kindness starts with self. Forgive yourself. Um, take care of yourself. Um, exercise self-care as often as possible because then you will be even more energized to do for others. Thank you so much for joining me. Talk to you soon.